0: Hey everyone, are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. And you know David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be.
1: We sure are, and you know, we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure.
0: We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it.
1: So, do you ever get turned on by reading erotica? What about when the erotic stories are true tales of real sexual adventures experienced by a swinger couple?
0: On today's show, we're going to talk to the authors of three erotic novels recounting real-life swinger stories. With a focus on friendship and personal connections created in the swinging lifestyle, they write with passion and intensity to produce steamy hot erotica for anyone who's interested in the underground world of consensual non-monogamy.
1: Absolutely. Sounds like a show right up our alley. Um, But... Before we get going and as we do on every show, let me tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. Even if you're not a squirter and you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets.
0: It protects against messy massage oils, silicone lubes and all other sexy wetness. And when you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And remember, great sex is messy sex. So to keep your bed dry, simply go to Amazon and search for Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. Now,
1: Sure does. And before we forget, we want to invite you to join us with April and Scott from The Naughty Gym as they host their first full takeover of Hedonism 2 in Jamaica during the week of January 6th to 13th, 2024. We're going to be broadcasting on location from this awesome Sexy Fitness Week. And for more information, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and book your week. And we hope to see you there with us naked on the beach. Mm All righty. It's You Know We're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we are so excited to welcome today's special guests.
0: We have married couple, Ginger and Ryan, the authors of three erotic novels. They've been in the swinging lifestyle for about 18 years, and they were hosts of Swinger Parties, Meet and Greets, and Hotel Takeovers for seven of those years.
1: All right, guys, Ginger, Ryan, thank you so much for being here today. And we are so looking forward to hearing all about your books, which, as we understand, are, you know, some of the sexy stories you've um, experienced over the years
2: yeah so thanks for inviting us dave and carol we um we enjoy doing the interview we do enjoy doing the books and um it was a great opportunity to uh, kind of tell our story on how we got to the books and then um kind of our journey throughout the 18 years or so we've been involved in in this lifestyle why don't yes, you tell,
0: thank you guys for inviting us why don't you tell us a little bit about how you discovered the lifestyle way back when <laughs>
3: Well, like most couples, one of us decided to um, do a little bit of research online. Um, Wasn't me, but he (laughs) um, quickly (laughs) pulled me in and said, hey, you know, why don't we look at going to um, a club or something and check out what this is like. And so we went up to a on-premise or off-premise club um, in the D.C. metropolitan area and Had some interesting experiences there. Um, I was a very quiet, shy person at the time, and so um, it was a little difficult for me, but we um, found some friends, and next thing you know, a few years later, we were living in a different location, and we went out for an evening and met up with a couple who was enjoying the same band we were and started talking and having a few drinks together and next thing you know they asked us if we wanted to go back to their house with them and we did and really enjoyed our experience with them and
2: and then on the way (laughs) home I asked her so what do you think of it she said well I could get into this once a month so
0: (laughs) once a month
2: so the journey began
0: (laughs) and was that was that your first experience with another couple it was. It was. Yeah. And what did you guys do? Did you get to first base, second base, third base, home oh, run? I oh, I <laughs>
2: yeah, we had, we had some grand slams going. So it was uh, it was pretty fun, but they were very good introduce- telling us about the differences between um, same room, different room, all the different aspects. They're very good and as though doesn't I don't think we were their first ones.
3: No but uh, <laughs>
2: but they um but they're a lot of fun um and they're great friends even today. And, um, but yeah, we, uh, it was interesting because it's so, it's uh, funny that um, before that Ginger was always uh, saying, I'm strictly Dickly, but then, you know, that evening, you know, she's making out with the uh, the other uh, wife and then uh, she's doing a lot more with the other wife that um, I was just completely enamored with. And she's like, yeah so i don't know maybe i can change things up a little
1: bit (laughs) well that's what it's all about right (laughs) variety variety so yeah for sure that's cool so i have a question i have a question so you you guys got into the swinging lifestyle when you met this couple but in the before you had met this couple or found out about the swinging lifestyle had you guys spoken about it and what type of sex life did you have just as a couple
2: well We had a great sex life. I mean, yeah. it's almost as though like we ran out of toy options available. So it was like, what else is out there? So, yeah. um, we just started exploring and, you know, we found out about this. We, I mean, we heard whispers of it. We didn't know anything about it. And so we would always talk about it and then we tease each other about it, about another thing, another guy or another woman or things like that. And, um, and it just, I mean, it probably over the course of two years, I think, of just talking about it and researching it and toying around with the concept before we actually dove in, so to speak.
3: Yeah, we also went out on a few dates with some other couples that we had found on one of the websites, and it just didn't work out real well. And it was just, we decided one evening to just go out for dinner and decided to stop at this um bar that was having a band playing and it was just a random night and everything just worked out and clicked okay which was you know one of the best things about it was it wasn't forced or anything yeah Mm -hmm.
1: but you know in the lifestyle and, and we've been swingers like you guys for 17 18 years you get to do things that um the average couple doesn't get to do and, and, you know, your partner who's a little bit more open, um, usually is, is, is in with you. But as a couple in your earlier years of marriage, did you ever like, you know, fuck in the changing room of a clothing store or give him a blow job in a restaurant? You know, normal yeah, average couples don't do it, but did you ever have that naughtiness or was it just, you know, your bedroom and then you swung and everything opened up?
2: So there's definitely more naughtiness in our life. Um, it, we just kept expanding the scope. I think a lot of times it was more me edging her on, dragging her on. And, um, but yeah, there's a clothing room, changing room experience. And then there's the, um, the park, the park the <laughs> outside in the park, or the uh-huh. tailgate of the back of my pickup at the bar. after. Um, it was actually her. She'd be walking. To go back to the truck and she just pulls me over the back, opens the tailgate.
0: <laughs> it says, Take me
2: now. I don't, even, now. Think she I don't <laughs> even think she remembers the people watching and laughing at us, but it's like we didn't care. We just get it just did our thing. Uh, it was fun.
1: And that's one of the things about being in the lifestyle, you know, it doesn't matter. Actually part of the titillation is are we being watched or, yeah. or could we get caught, right?
0: Yeah.
2: I actually love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm.
0: So you're a real exhibitionist for sure. I'd,
1: I'd have to say we're exhibitionists as well. We, um, we're we very proud of our sexuality. And, and you know, if, if the mood is there and the time is right, um, we'll fuck wherever. I mean, Carol's been known to give me a blowjob anywhere. We were on the highway once and she said, wait, let's get up to the truck where he can see through the sunroof. Yeah. And all right, let's go. Okay,
0: but still not everywhere. That was selective, okay? So (laughs) it was me choosing, and then I knew we could speed off after that, right? But yeah, I mean, where we wouldn't get into uh, legal problems or anything. But yeah, we like being very naughty where we can get away
1: with it, for sure. Have you guys been up to the Mile High Club?
3: (laughs) No, we I had an opportunity, but it did not work out
0: mm-hmm. for us.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had, we had an opportunity for the sub-mile club, too, but that didn't work out either. Yeah. Well,
0: we have we have also had an opportunity, and David was really disappointed when I said no way. I mean, for me, I just, it just just doesn't turn me on, but he just wanted that, you know, check the box here. and been there, done that off his list.
1: Maybe yeah, it's going be like anal sex and you can outsource it.
0: Maybe I can outsource it. Next time we're on an airplane, you're allowed to take <laughs> anybody like feel, else yeah. into the into the bathroom and fuck them All if right. you want to.
1: Yeah, we have it
2: on record now.
0: <laughs> it was like
2: the old Hollywood Squares. You know, where's the craziest place you ever made Whoopi And I wanted to be able to win that prize. Uh, so... Uh, so it's always a continuing challenge to find that location. Right,
0: right, right, right. It's fun. It's fun to talk about it as well as to do it. Cool. Um so listen, one of the things that uh, I was thinking about because you guys talked a lot earlier when we were chatting about the connections with people and what your friends that you've made and stuff like that. At what point of your journey did you realize that the lifestyle people, they're your tribe? I
3: think it was probably maybe a couple months in after we really started um, hanging out with um, our friends that, you know, we had our first experience with, who introduced (laughs) us to more of their friends. And we started um, spending more time with them and realizing that we had um, more of a connection with them. And they were a lot of fun. And you could just be yourself and not worry about any of the taboo or getting you know the odd looks when you say something you know sexual or flirtatious and it's just a very open fun group of people to hang out with and be yourself and there's no judgment which is the greatest thing because you have people from all walks of life all different shapes and sizes you don't have to be Ken and Barbie you you don't have to be you know the lawyer or the doctor I mean you know we've there's people from all walks of life that are all with a common interest and all have
0: fun together. Yeah. There's yeah.
1: compatible people for everyone, yeah. aren't there?
0: Yes. Now, how long into yeah, your we, journey into the lifestyle was this like right at the beginning? You realize that, wow, I found my tribe and I'm loving this or did it take you a while?
2: So so fascinating, you should ask the question because we it was such an explosive entry into it because we had that our friends initial friends had many other friends and we kept getting invited to party after party almost every other weekend. Um, I mean, it, it just became so quick and we met so many fun friends and then, but yeah, it's just, and we've continued to be friends ever since. I mean, the, being across the room and, you know, doing a little wink or innuendos are encouraged. I mean, it's just a lot of fun with these people. And and that's, uh, I know, that's the, that's the part we encourage a lot in the books is talking about the friendships that you create that, that those outside of this lifestyle don't, don't really have an appreciation for yet. And, and as soon as they do, it's like, Whoa, where's this been all my life? Mm
0: -hmm. Now, are you guys out? Do people know that you're swingers, friends, family, anybody? Um,
3: some of our friends know that are not in the lifestyle. A few of them, um, some of our family knows, our kids know. Um, but like my sisters like that they don't know about it at all.
2: And we have so. some other um, you know, vanilla life that doesn't isn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we could keep some anonymity, but we um but uh you know, I flirt around. I'm the same person regardless. Um so that's why I can kinda get away with it. Yeah,
0: uh, David's and, uh, the same. He's always joking about sex I and check once in a while. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she, she reels me into a little pinch every
1: now and then. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember where
0: you're at. So Ginger, what would yeah. happen if, you,
1: if your sister did find out?
3: I don't really know. I mean, one of them probably would just be like, okay, well, whatever. And another one would probably not be too thrilled and may not talk to me for a while, but that's okay. You know,
2: my, um, my, my brother actually came to a party once. So we were hosting, <laughs> we forgot he was coming to visit. Oh boy. And, And well, he was pretty much a um, a player anyhow, and we thought, oh, what the hell, he he should be fine with it. And when he comes in to a rec room and sees someone going down on a woman in a bar chair, and he's like, holy shit, y'all are a bunch of freaks. And we're like, well, I thought you're okay with this. Yeah, but but not that. And like, what the hell? He's like, relax, dude. Just chill. Yeah, <laughs> he, for sure. He so, actually ended up playing with someone that night too, but uh, it's uh, he wasn't <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> so, Ginger, we have
1: we have a really good couple friend who we've been friends with ever since we got into the lifestyle, and um, she was, you know, they, they're totally underground, under, you know, not telling anybody about it. And one day, um, she came out to her sister and said, you know, we go to the Hito, we go to Desire. And, you know, we've been swingers for a while. And her sister said, wow, us too. Huh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you well, never we know. Had,
2: we, had some, we had some neighbors that were always suspicious of us. And we kept avoiding it and avoiding it. They always kind of ask questions like they're testing the waters. And this went on for probably three or four years. In fact, we captured some of it in the book. And um, did find out that they wanted in. It was just a hot tub. Birthday for someone, and all of a sudden, everyone's naked in a hot tub, and it was it was strange at first, but it got pretty steamy afterwards.
3: Yeah, we don't <laughs> recommend being in a hot tub for six, six hours yeah, straight. Yeah, I know, for, for, for health sure. reasons, we don't
2: recommend that at all. <laughs>
0: sure. Well, one of the we funny that the one of the funny things was that uh, when before before I even heard about the lifestyle, uh, my friends and and uh, you know friends that we hung out with we're vanilla and still are vanilla today. But we would always get in the hot tub naked together. Nobody touched anybody. It wasn't sexual at all. We were just, we were just nudists, I guess we were happy to take off our clothes, jump in the pool, jump in the hot tub. And I never really realized that like, at my heart, I really, really love this lifestyle because I was meant to be like this, you know, we added the sexual tone into it afterwards. But I've always been open with getting naked and jumping in a pool. So that's just kind of fun.
2: We had, we had one couple that invited us over There is It was probably after the bar's closed. We went to their house midnight or something like that and uh, got in their hot tub. And she's like, all right, I don't like wearing clothes. Are you all right with this? I'm like, yeah, we're fine with it. Throw them on the side. And then it's like, all right, let's play a game. I'm like, well, what game do you want to play? And she's like, I want to play Truth or Dare. I'm like, okay. Uh, I said, <laughs> I, so I, I wasn't gonna go dare. I said truth. It's like, are y'all swingers? <laughs> <laughs> First question on the block. Is like <laughs> and then they're like, okay, how does this work? So
3: I I think that as the years have gone on and we've been in this for a while, that we've had a lot of people approach us when we're out, not in a swinger group or whatever, that come up to us and start talking to us. And as we're talking. They ask us about swinging lifestyle and stuff. And I actually they joked around for a while that I think we must have it tattooed across our yeah, foreheads yeah. that we're open to the lifestyle or something or that we're swingers, because it was just ironic how people would come to us and start talking to us and open up about it.
0: Wow. Very, so Very interesting. And, and I, you were talking about how you hosted parties for many years, all different types. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that part of your journey? So
3: yeah, I have. I was probably the one who organized most of the parties. It started out um, because we have a, a lo- house with a large rec room and several bedrooms that our friends would ask us if we would host a birthday party for their spouse, and then we would, you know, set up um, helping them um, live out a fantasy that their spouse had for their birthday, whether it be with a couple of guys or a couple of girls or a specific more specific um fantasy that they would have we would arrange it for them to be have their birthday party here at the house and then um we had the rooms open for people to go and play we had closed rooms open rooms where we would have probably 10 15 people on our bed at some point
0: wow, fun. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. those are those are some pretty hot scenes yeah. when you see a sea of bodies just had <laughs> some level of ecstasy all over the place i mean there's nothing hotter than that That's our opinion. favorite but, yeah. Uh,
1: and Morrisons. yeah absolutely
2: but yeah. um but uh, ginger she would actually organize these um these parties 10 bedroom home we'd go rent oh, okay. and we'd get 10 couples to help rent it and then they'd all invite, so we'd have upwards of 70 couples for a Halloween party in this huge three-story house. Wow. And you want to talk about watching a sea of ecstasy. I mean, it's everywhere and hot as hell. Wow.
3: It was a lot of fun, definitely. You know, it, <laughs> it,
1: it takes it takes a lot of time and effort to plan these parties. Carol and I used to do um, small hotel takeovers. We've done some parties at our house. And it, it's a lot of time, a lot of effort. Um, and we always found that we ended up working and never had time to play at the parties. Did you guys find the same?
2: At first, and then um once that we got comfortable with our friends and realized we kept inviting the same friends that we were comfortable with, we were more comfortable with being able to play and just letting people go do their thing as well downstairs without having to worry about overseeing them. Mm.
3: That and we had a lot of our friends would also step up and help. They would help us organize, get the house ready, you know, uh, make sure that all the beds were prepared and. Things were put away that needed to be put away. And then they would stay um, overnight and help us clean up the next morning so that, you know, when the kids came home, they weren't finding anything left
0: over. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) we we know that feeling, too. (laughs) We we once uh, went to a a big uh, Halloween party and stayed at our friend's house, which was a couple of streets over. And we ended up, you know, going to bed and sleeping. They had a giant king size bed. We slept with them. Except they forgot a real they they failed to realize in the morning that their kid was coming home, and they hear the kid come in the front doors, walking up the stairs, and it's like Carol, David, quick,
0: hide under the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) And she jumped out of bed and jumped out of bed. Oh, hi, honey. (laughs) Like, don't go in that room. You're gonna find strangers in there in bed with your dad. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: think we had one we had one experience like that. (laughs) My daughter's supposed to be at a friend's house, so we had a couple over, and also she just comes in the door. It's like. (laughs) flipping out a little bit
0: Uh yeah yeah we we've been there as well that's kind of fun so you've had all these wonderful experiences hosting parties uh being invited to parties going to clubs and stuff and you decided you're going to write a book We started with one about your own personal experiences tell us how you how this came about
2: so again we've had many parties attended many parties um that's so many people and every party, you know, tell stories. So what was your, your worst experience, best experience. And we started telling all of our stories and every single time they say, you should write a book about this. Mm. And about seven years ago, I found myself after since I was 12 unemployed and um, I just woke up with a cup of coffee and opened my laptop and started writing and um i couldn't stop (laughs) like every everything came back to me as far as all the different uh, parties we had and um all the experiences we had and even the the drama that we've experienced (laughs) in some of them um you know the weird basement uh party we got invited to that we left soon after and uh yeah so a lot of that we just started writing in the qc some of it and um yeah it uh it just took on a life of its own. And then I got the one book and then the second book. And then we took a chunk out of the the second book because uh, another couple we did a lot of um, New Year's Eve parties with. One New Year's Eve party was off the chain. It was so freaking hot. I mean, he, it, it had a, all these different scene rooms, um, the themed rooms. And, oh, my God, it was we, uh, we had a lot of fun. There's, uh, you know, there's a chapel room. There's a, there's a, uh, um, the hell so,
3: so
1: what the, happens the in a chapel, chapel room?
3: room? Why don't you tell a story about the chapel
2: room? <laughs> I love to tell a story about the chapel room. So so a friend of ours that was uh, with us, she, um, she loves the scene also. We both go in and, um, Ginger's like, ah, it's not for me. I'd rather go to the classroom. So we go in there another, uh, um, friend was with us, and next thing you know, I'm reading at the altar, the two of them are going down on me in front of the altar. I'm mm-hmm. reading it's, it's a Book of Lusts at the mm-hmm. time. So, um, and then we go into the um, the confessional, and uh, holy hell, that was, uh, yeah. So we, um, we ended up being there. Fortunately, the confessional in the middle came down, and uh, there's just a, there was a little little little. little dish of holy water in there. There was more <laughs> fucking and sucking in that confessional <laughs> than I could ever imagine. Wow.
0: That's and, crazy. um,
2: and they both would, would be playing like the little, uh, um, I don't know, like an altar girl type thing. Okay. So they're role playing that for okay. me. And, uh, and we come out and we get a round of applause afterwards, after, uh, after all the excitement is over. But, uh, apparently we didn't know so many people were listening outside. Mm.
0: Very cool. That's very cool. So I'm just going to say that your books are called Our Secret Life, which is um, very obvious. It's, it's wonderful. Like, But each of the books has its own, uh, what do you call that the second part of the title, Our Secret Life, Our Awakening is your first book, what and your yeah, second Our subtitle, yeah. Oh, the subtitle. Okay, there you go. And what are the, what's the next one?
2: Is uh, Our Awakening is the uh, second one, it gets more into uh, the, the first few years of our experiences. The first book is more of the intro and our first, probably our first year of um, experience, and then we've got the Happy New Year, which is the uh, the cutout that uh, is more specific to uh, the New Year's we experienced before. And I just I just recently um, um, published another one. It's not part of our lifestyle, but uh, there's a lot of um, familiarities from my past experiences in that book. And that one's um, the firm's deception.
1: Okay. Cool. So, you know, um, we've been swinging for 18 years. And if we were to sit down and try to remember everything that we've done over those 18 years, it would just be impossible. We have had so many (sighs) unbelievable experiences, met so many hundreds and thousands of people. I don't know how many people we fucked and sucked and licked and done everything with. I mean... The only way to remember it is to do like a diary every time we go away or every yeah. every evening.
0: So good for you for remembering yeah. all those stories.
1: Well, I, I end up telling them so many times, I got yeah. them all memorized. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we have our favorites from over the years, and
0: we, we probably remember those the most because we do tell tell them also.
1: And yeah. then every once in a while, because we travel so much, we we bump into people that we haven't seen for 10 years. And they said, you know, I remember fucking you guys at Desire in the hot tub. And we're like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. But, you know, unless you <laughs> you put a face or someone else brings it up to you, um, there, there's just so many great experiences and people that we've met. And we apologize to everyone out there <laughs> who we fucked and don't necessarily yeah. remember you. Yeah. But we had a great time. And, and if we meet you again, we'll do it again with you.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we' we're, we're got the same mentality, yes, and, and fortunately, now no one really takes offense um, in this lifestyle. If you don't remember their name. Correct. I haven't, right. We haven't known anybody who's taken offense to it. Yeah, just as long as you remember them the second time.
0: So what would you say the average reader would learn about the life, the lifestyle by reading your books?
2: I think they would learn um, that it's not as taboo as they they might think that the the friendships and excitements that you can have are are beyond what most um people imagine it's it's mostly about that i think and yeah the sex is great obviously it's really great but the um but just learning more about the friendships and the connection between us you know just skyrocketed
3: so i am had this saying for several years now when people talk to me about the lifestyle. I always remind everyone it's an enhancement, not a replacement. Mm -hmm. You're not looking to replace your spouse. You're only looking to enhance your sex lives and make friends. Mm
0: -hmm. So as long
3: as you approach it like that, that's the positive way to look
0: to approach it. So the average reader is obviously going to see how Uh, lifestyle people enjoy it obviously what they're doing and having fun sexually open Uh, do you talk about any jealous incidents or do you talk about any of the negative part or is it mostly positive
2: so i don't think there's been any jealousies between us um, but we do discuss some of the jealousies that we experienced with others that would come to a party and have a falling out and we say all right why don't you take this home or um
3: or the husband who says he's all into it And then, as soon as you get involved, he is not okay with his wife being with someone else, especially or vice versa, the wife not being okay with her significant other being with someone else. So So,
2: so Ginger is with that one guy, (laughs) and uh, and his wife is screaming out, and he just leaves her, runs outside, he's like trying to barge in every single room, making a huge ruckus, and his wife's uh, you know finds his wife and. And what's the matter? It's like, I just had the best orgasm of my life. <laughs> I in love in. <laughs> I
0: love it. And, and
2: so, so, yeah, so we asked them to leave. <laughs>
3: yeah, that was not going to go well, that conversation. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's so much fun. So listen, we're just going to take a moment to have a little break here. And we're having a wonderful segment uh, all about your sexy stories. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion with Ginger and Ryan. They're the authors of the book series, Our Secret Life. Coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters, so don't go away. But right now, let's tell everybody about topless travel and the amazing trips we have planned for next year.
1: Absolutely. So you know, topless travel offers the sexiest and most erotic vacation experiences ever. From Hedonism 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and all the bliss cruise adventures, topless travel needs to be your number one choice.
0: Their trips are all about pushing boundaries and exploring your naughty side. And their exclusive sexy host couples like Jessica and Justin and Party Mark are always there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation.
1: So you know you'll find us on many of the topless travel trips, but listen up, we'll be back at Hedonism 2 for their Swinging for Newbies event, April 6th the 14th, 2024, um, and we hope to meet you there. Perhaps uh, you'll come up, say hello, and be on our show and um, tell us about your first experience at Hedo.
0: And for more information about their trips, visit toplesstravel.com to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And as a quick reminder, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, go to sdc.com. And use promo code 30314 for your first month free. That's sdc.com and promo code 30314.
1: This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Um, Let's get back back to the show. Um, It's now time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because...
0: Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Now it's time to get down and dirty with our guests, Ginger and Ryan. Let's find out more about their wants and their desires. All right. So let's start with boundaries. What were your boundaries in the lifestyle when you first started compared to today?
3: So when we first started, it was had to be in the same room. Couldn't go off with anybody without talking to each other and approve, you know, getting permission. Um,
2: Condoms.
3: Condoms were a must.
2: And um, I don't think we had much else because we're still a lot of it. You know, we didn't know what we didn't know right. as far as you know what to expect. And um, and then uh, it's funny because the very first house party we go to, and she hates me telling the story, but it's funny as hell. <laughs> so we um, <laughs> so we're meeting some people, the people that um, we we knew beforehand. Again, it was our first house party, and. And she's cozying up with one of the guys that uh, we've befriended. And she asked me to go refill her drink. And the time it took me to go get some more ice, put a drink in, come back, she's sucking on his cock already. And I'm like, wait, what happened to the rules?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of what I meant by how the rules change. And of course, it's great to talk about your boundaries when you know that's very important for the two of you. Um, But do you find now that you still have to talk about or remind each other?
3: Yes, we still talk a lot about it. I mean, our boundaries have really opened up, and they're a lot wider than what they were before, um, especially after, you know, several years of being in the lifestyle. You know, we kind of know what our limits are for each other, and um, you know, we're very respectful towards each other with that.
2: And we keep each other e- each other informed. You know, hey, we're going to go go play with someone, or um, even if someone even if she were to say, yeah, I don't really want you to play with her or something like that, you know, respect that. And, um, might, I might be a little discouraged, but, <laughs> but, uh, she, um, well, we, we discuss it later as to why, and, um, it's, uh, it doesn't happen often, but the, um, but we just try to respect each other's wishes, um, wherever we are. And, um, but we just, uh, we don't have much for boundaries anymore. Um, we're pretty open overall, both um, like at parties or even kind of an open relationship now. If she wants to go and, you know, fuck some guy for his birthday, she can go and fuck some guy for his birthday. And um, again, we're, we're pretty open about most of that now.
1: I think for us, we've had one rule since the beginning, which is same room, same bed, same pile. And that's about it. Well, And we've kept it all these years and we still want to.
0: We It's still something that we want to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I'm not saying anything about not doing it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people go out separately and have uh, dates on their own and do all sorts of stuff. But we actually have had this rule from the beginning. It's not
1: really a rule. It's how we live the lifestyle. Yeah. it's Because just it's way, for yeah. us. It's for yeah. our couple. Yeah. And we want to do it together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well,
2: it's funny because Ginger always says um, that she's uh, she's private. She likes more private time. She doesn't like the puppy piles yet every one of our friends will tell her that she's lying because she always ends up in the middle of a puppy pile somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You have to fight Carol for that middle. (laughs) I like being the queen bee at the bottom of the pile. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And I would never admit that, but David tells the story all the time, so I've just
1: now accepted it as true. Exactly. (laughs) So we've noticed noticed over, over the years... Um, that things have gotten a little less um, hardcore, uh, hardcore, and it's, it's, uh, especially at um, the resorts and cruises we go on, there's a lot of couples who are just exploring their sexuality, and they're not necessarily swingers, which is fantastic, because the more people who have great sex lives, the better this world is going to be. But we've also noticed that there's a lot more guys who are stepping forward and are comfortable with their bisexuality. So Ryan, uh, the question I have for you is: um, Has a guy ever approached you um, in a, you know, swinging situation and said, "Hey, can I suck your cock?"
2: I don't think anyone's ever approached us for that. I know we were with one couple, and you know, he was jerking me off um, while uh, I forgot what you were doing. I think she was going down on me. I was jerking off, and I think you were you were going down on her. I don't but <laughs> um, that's about that's about it. I mean, I, I've we've seen it in, in uh, parties we've been at. Um, we've seen transgenders. Everyone just enjoys them t- right. themselves. And that's what it's all about is just mm-hmm. enjoying the electricity of it, you know, regardless of, you know, whether you are bi or not. Right. I think um, I think it's just like you said, you know, the more people having sex, the better life will be around the whole world i think
1: yeah and 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 like ginger was saying earlier um you know in the right moment almost anything can happen with the right people the right environment the right um, mood um and then there's sometimes where it's like you know what this just doesn't feel right let's just do it the two of us because the vibe doesn't
0: right it's about the sexual energy more than you know the gender or the people who are there it's really about the sexual energy that you feel amongst yourselves and in in the air
2: Yeah, exactly right.
0: No, that's great. So, what is your favorite style of swinger party or swinger play? I should say. Do you like threesomes, foursomes, orgies, girl girl? Like, what would you say would be your favorite? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan loves it all.
3: (laughs) I would say we probably the most. I think we enjoy mostly um, when we're with two or three other couples. Um, is a lot of fun um, because we each get to have our time with each person and really en- enjoy um, an evening of great sex and great friendship. So I think that's probably I would say is one of our favorites. But I mean, what girl doesn't love you know a couple of guys with her you know giving her lots of attention? <laughs>
1: yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Ginger, I mean, if you have to let's, choose,
2: let's let's be let's be frank. You love you love a you love to be fucked and you love to suck a cock at the same time. And and we have a group of like two or three or four couples, you know, you can easily get that anytime you
1: want. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I heard earlier that you also like, uh, the sensation and the warmness of a female body.
3: If it's the right female, I am a little bit choosy about that. um, but yes, I have opened up my buy side um, for sure, and I do, I do enjoy receiving, and I do enjoy giving in the right situations. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so you could be bi-situational, or like me, I'm bi-selfish uh, when it's good for me. <laughs> it happens.
3: Yes, exactly. I like that bi-selfish. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember that in the future
0: yeah. <laughs> and be proud of it. <laughs> Well, it's
2: funny because she taunts a lot of her friends where, um, you know, out of nowhere, she'll just start making out with someone at a bar and everyone's like, that's Ginger. Because <laughs> she doesn't really promote it much. So when they when she does do it, it's like everyone just stops.
1: <laughs> uh, and, what, and what about you, Ryan? Are you okay when uh, Ginger takes your cock and another guy's cock in her mouth and now your cock is crossing swords with another guy?
2: I got no problems whatsoever as long as I get in her mouth. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> what about, what about both cocks and your pussy ginger? Well, <laughs> have you done it?
0: I don't think I have. I All right. oh. We're going to talk about some
1: fantasies later.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's kind of fun. i
1: got some you? friends who
2: have, um, I've done it with, uh, you know, in a party. I've done it with, um, uh, another couple. And, um, that's fun. Again, I, they love exploring new things and um we haven't done so much of that but um we just enjoy the variety and the uh, excitement it all brings
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and you said earlier that you're definitely exhibitionist but are you do you like to watch as well
2: well absolutely absolutely i love um you know it's funny cuz uh there's times that you know at a party you go up to the bed and you're watching and next thing you know you know the woman's unzipping your pants and pulling you into the party and it's like Hi, sweetie.
0: <laughs> Darn, don't you hate but, when that happens? Or, or,
2: I'm, or I'm encouraging her to come with us and join the party.
3: <laughs> or I'm joining the party or and joined, encouraging you yeah. to join
2: us. She's doing a come hither and next thing you know, we're uh, we're having some fun you know, and uh, a little tryst of some sort. Yeah. So we, yeah, we actually that is the most we do like is the larger not large but like a group party of say six or eight. And we just enjoy
1: that a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, people out there are listening to us talking about our wonderful swinging experiences and all the sex that we're having. But, you know, we don't do it every day and we don't do it, you know, um, as a the only way we have sex. So how do you guys have great sex at home now, the two of you, and keep it spicy without bringing other people or um, persons into your sexual evening
2: well we used to it's like almost either once or twice a day um for a long time and then and that's not so much we still enjoy going out and um spicing things up little sexual innuendos and flirting through the night and then um and then uh then we have sex at night or in the morning quickie or you know the new sure,
3: come home for lunch and do lunch yeah, you know not lunch. have lunch but do lunch we'll
2: like <laughs> little, little bend over the counter time so it I mean she she has her own business i work a lot i travel a lot so probably not as much as we'd both like but um we definitely enjoy it you know those little especially the random times where you know take her uh, over her desk upstairs and uh you know take her Mm -hmm. on a mat fuck the hell out of her on her desk and then um and then i look over at her employee's desk and say hey Let's do theirs
1: next week. <laughs> so so who, who who is the giver in your relationship? The giver? Yeah. Who, who's be. the one driving uh-huh. the sex? Is it Ginger telling you, lie down, I want to suck your cock? Or you pull down your skirt? Uh, you I
3: your would skirt? definitely say Ryan is probably leading it a lot more um, lately than he had in the past um but that's okay you know sometimes your relationship changes there's times where I'm more of a giver there's times where he's more of a giver and you know we just balance each other out you know during those times
2: sometimes (laughs) she walks up with a cup of coffee and says here wake up while I get you hard and she climbs up on top and fucks me in the morning and then like it's the star of the day. Mm-hmm.
1: Carol takes my cock and puts it in her coffee. I know. She doesn't want to. That's waste what wakes him up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here, then- honey, have a dunk.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny you should say, like, we had a couple come over one time and and she asked, So what would you like to do? I was like, I want you to suck my cock right here in the rec room. And she's like, um, Only if you dump it in or dip it in that um, bourbon fur. So mm. I stripped down, dipped my dick in a no, my bourbon and she she just kneeled down and started sucking right there oh, you're you're like, all right let's move
0: this upstairs now <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: don't, that don't is waste time all right so uh let's get into fantasies because the swinging world um is about the place where you can explore your sp- fantasies and experience some of them um you know after 18 years um i know i still have some that are jingling around my head uh ginger do you have any fantasies that you'd like to explore in the coming year
3: um i honestly i have not really given that much thought <laughs> i've done so many things already that i've wanted to and i've experienced so many things um but you know i just whatever hits me in that mood then you know right. we'll. i'm we giving you the fantasy
1: it. of double vag that is on you,
3: you are, you have given me that today for sure.
1: <laughs> so that's on our next list. Yeah, all right. Cool.
2: Let <laughs> was, us know how it goes. Nice. And what do you got, Ryan? All right. Um, so, um, sex while skydiving, I guess. Mm. Uh, I mean, we've done, we've done so much <laughs> other stuff. I mean, I just want to redo a lot of it again and again. Uh-huh. I mean, we just enjoy it. And Like I said, uh, Ginger used to, um, actually set up fantasies for people's birthdays all the time. Uh-huh. And she did that for years. And, um, uh, you know, I was got to be part of those fantasies, mm-hmm. fortunately, and um, but yeah. So we just enjoy doing more of them.
1: And are there just, any uh, are there any hard no's in your relationship? Things you just won't do?
2: That,
3: oh. uh, well, yeah, I um do not do anal at all whatsoever.
2: Okay. Well, she did, <laughs> but it, it just got too painful.
3: <laughs> yep, that's a hard no for me. Ginger, right, so, what, what
1: if Ryan well, wanted you to do him up the ass? Huh? What if?
0: <clears throat> There you go. There's something else you can strive for. (laughs)
3: start small your
0: baby finger first we, we might have
3: you might have to have a discussion
0: about that separately <laughs> yeah yeah
1: look at this we're bringing up stuff that they haven't spoken about
0: well i was about to ask you if well, you're open we to new things about it. We just, you know yeah. you guys are definitely open to doing new things it doesn't mean you have to do them fantasies can also stay in your mind you do not have to fulfill all your fantasies and you're right you can do your same fantasies over and over again doesn't take it away that it's a fantasy you can still fantasize about it even though you're doing it so. okay,
1: ginger you can get those right. two sided things
3: are always good to have something to look forward to yeah, yeah ginger yeah. you
1: can get that two-sided strap on you have one end going <laughs> into your pussy right one end into his ass and it's all good for you <laughs>
3: No, that's true. I've done that with another girl, though. Oh, wow,
0: there you go. There you So it's it's similar, but um, different at the same yeah. time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Ryan's going, get the girl, get the girl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Let, let's talk a little bit, bit about the importance of respect and consent in the swinging lifestyle.
1: Which, so I like, guess it's a good time <laughs> to remind everyone what the rules are. And they are ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yep. yes, it's a no and it's as simple as that and people um get it people respect it and um and
0: by and large everyone in the lifestyle follows these rules and it's the rare occasions when it doesn't happen so it's not like the op it's the opposite of that in the real world where um you know we're only learning respect and consent today in the real world
1: if it's not good just say no Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. stop You know, you don't want to get into a situation where you're not comfortable and then all of a sudden drama breaks out. So please remember us three rules.
2: We give a speech at every party we host. Um, We get everyone together and go over those rules and um, ensure everyone understands them if there's any issues that come to us. And that's something we encourage with anybody who hosts a party. Just, you know, just go over. Most everyone is fine with it. Just go over those rules. Make sure everyone understands so everyone's comfortable.
1: We were, we were at Hito last year and uh, we were in the playroom and we were there a whole bunch of people and um, Orgy Girl was organizing the, um, the get-together and they had a cool thing that we had never seen before before going into the playroom, which was before anybody played, we all got together in a circle and went around and told everybody else, what our limits and and rules and expectations were. So nobody did something to someone that they didn't know about because nobody knew anybody before we got there. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And it was probably the second or third best orgy we've had in, in 10 years. And we went back and did it again the next night. It was just yeah. such a great thing because there was no... Should I? Shouldn't I? Everybody knew what the ground rules were. It was fantastic.
0: And the situation with orgies is that you don't always know the person who's going to be there. You might have gone in with a friend. And now next to you, there's four or five or six other couples. And you're all playing together. So it was really a good way to learn all of the people and what their boundaries are. Like I said, hi, I'm Carol. Um, I don't like my hair pulled. I'm into everything uh, except anal. And then we went around the room and everybody had a chance to say their thing, which was very cool.
2: All right, I'll try to remember that. (laughs) Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Now, do you guys play with newbies? You like to be the teacher or the explainer?
3: We we have. um, We have not recently been with any newbies, but
2: except the one that the you girl know, just
3: well true we actually we did just have a really good experience <laughs> with a single girl i oh my gosh totally forgot about that um so month, yes <laughs>
2: just, just last month uh, yeah <laughs> we we're at a bar and she's she just listening to us and we we're into each other. It's like you all swingers and they're like um you want to see our books <laughs> she, so we invited her over to a small little party and she was nervous at first and then um she took two women and went upstairs, and then later said, "Where are those beautiful cocks I saw earlier?" And boom, we just had a good time together.
0: Awesome. Nice. so yes, nice. So newbies so, are, are fun every now and again. So listen to you guys every now and again. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so sometimes they're you don't know what to expect because they're so apprehensive. Um, some a lot of them are, you, you know. And and for those who are experienced, I mean you want them to feel comfortable, but then you kind of feel guilty if um if you if you don't, um if they're not comfortable and are you gonna try too hard? So it's kind of a kind of um
3: a delicate situation. Yeah.
2: But um <laughs> that's why we encourage a lot of socials ahead of time and that's where we actually get to, to know them more. Yeah. And, um, and learn more about their likes. Just get comfortable with them beforehand, before a party like that.
0: Mm, very cool. Good idea. So listen, do you think you guys could share a story from your book without giving away too much? But we'd love to hear one of your favorite hot stories from any one of your books.
2: Sure. So we've got one here, um, one of Ginger's favorite uh, from Our Awakening. The first one is kind of her, um, so... She only had the fantasy of two men, and out of nowhere, she gives me thirty minutes notice that I just invited someone over. Can you get the bedroom ready? Uh-huh. But um, it's so little. Uh, so, she um say this herself, but she's still battling a cold. Mm-hmm. So she asked me to read it. So Ryan reached down to the nightstand and handed a condom to uh to Rudy. I continued sucking Ryan feverishly, of Rudy sliding inside of me. My legs were raised. It's going to happen. My chest heaved with each breath. I felt the pressure of his head slide through my slit, teasing as he rubbed it on my clit and then quickly entered me. I thought I was going to bite Ryan's cock off. My God, he's so big. I pulled my mouth off Ryan, reached down to Rudy's chest, trying to push him out. Oh, my God, you're too big. You need to go slow. Ryan slapped, <laughs> Ryan slapped his hand, making me realize a firm grip I had in his cock. i mouthed sorry. Ryan laughed, Rudy obliged, and continued to slowly slide in and out of me, going deeper and deeper with each thrust, stretching me even wider I'd ever been stretched before. The pressure, the fullness was like nothing I'd ever felt, and the fire that had been burning through me all night somehow continued to build. Each thrust of Rudy's cock was fueled on the flame. Soon the ripple of another orgasm shuddered through me. I tried to suck on Ryan, but I felt like I would have teeth on his cock for sure if I licked and sucked too hard. Rudy began to fuck me faster and harder, not giving that central fire even the smallest chance to die out. And it wasn't long before another orgasm rocked through me. I pushed him out, gasping, just give me a few seconds, I need to catch my breath. I never had so many orgasms in one evening in such a short period of time. So that's one small part of the nice. first threesome she had. Nice,
0: Yeah, very, very nice. Wow. Oh, it sounds like a whole lot of fun. You guys have been having your, these last 18 years. Sound a lot like us as well.
1: Absolutely. All righty, babe. Yeah, we're, 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 we're at the end of the show.
0: Yeah, we usually like to leave our audience with some sexy advice or something just to round things up or recap. What would you say would be the top two reasons that you guys like to hang out with swinger friends and other open-minded people?
2: Just the, the, the different level of environment and electricity you create between each other or even as a group. And um, it's, a, it's an environment you can't have anywhere else with, in the vanilla world. And it's one that, um, that I relish every time I'm with our friends like that.
3: I always say it's an enhancement, not a replacement. When you're in the lifestyle, you're trying to enhance your relationship with your partner. You're not trying to replace them. I'm always going home with Ryan. Exactly.
0: Wow. Very nice. And even if you're not fucking these open-minded friends, you're still having a great time with the flirtation, uh, with you know, just the teasing doesn't mean you have to share your partner. If you like, just to that have that sexual electricity with your friends, uh, and be open to talk about just about anything. That's what I love, also.
2: And you, yeah, you, we um, and we'll continue doing it probably until until <laughs> one of us in a wheelchair or something. I don't know. And then maybe that won't even stop us. I, I know, don't know. Right? It's just uh, just enjoy it. We'll probably enjoy it forever.
0: Yeah, we see a lot of um uh, older people older than us at at Hedonism when we go on the group called Sexy Silvers. And I just love seeing their late 70s still heading down to Hedo, still getting dressed up sexy, still fucking everybody. They show up in the playroom. It's
1: awesome. And and some of them are at Hedo, not to fuck anymore, but just to see their friends once or twice a year because they've been coming to Hedo for 30 or 40 years. And the same thing, the people on the Bliss Cruise, sometimes it's like this, you know, a reunion homecoming where everybody gets together and it's not... That they still fuck their friends. Some of them do. Some of them don't. But, you know, anybody who's been in the lifestyle any period of time knows that it's about the people and the sex is secondary.
2: Right. And Caliente is exactly the same way. Yeah, we enjoy it down there as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All righty. Ginger and Ryan, thank you so much for sharing all that information great information telling us about your books tell everyone now how they can reach out to you and where they can buy your awesome books
2: so we are on amazon you can just do lt richards and find all the books there you can um go to oursecretlife.com uh we got a website up there with uh, a lot of little blogging you can uh learn some more about uh, what goes through our minds and um yeah it's uh it's it's both in um, soft um, or paperback and ebook. And um, you can learn a lot from uh, some of the experiences we have in there for sure.
0: Wow, for sure. And if you missed any of that information, you can just go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own guest page with all their information. And you can even contact them directly through there if you have any questions about their work.
1: Exactly. And like we did this week, we're learning more and more with all our great guests. We hope you do too. If you have any questions at all, you know. You can always send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Well, The end of another great show with some amazing guests, Ginger and Ryan. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank Thank you. you. Thank
2: you for the chance to tell our
1: story. For sure. It was a great show. And like we do every week, we want to thank our listeners as well for being here week in and week out.
0: And of course, join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny.
1: Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time.